This is Tending Seeds, a podcast about my adventures in homesteading and herbalism. I'm Sarah Schuster, and I'll be your host. Thanks for being here today. Hey, friends. I hope you're doing well. I am super happy to be back here with you today for a new episode. This is episode 24 of Tending Seeds. Before we get into our main topic, just some quick uh, housekeeping things before we jump in. First, if you want to support the show and you are in a position to do so, you can join our Patreon and receive full moon zines every month in your mailbox uh, by snail mail. Or you can also check out the online shop at foxandelder.com. I definitely know that these are strange times. So of course, please only do these things if they would not leave you in a bad way financially. Other ways that you can support the show without spending any money would be to share this podcast with friends or on your social media and by leaving us a positive review wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks so much. All right. With that out of the way, our main topic today is quarantine routines. So I want to talk about some things that I was already doing before everything happening got started. Um, But there are things that I've realized through the course of these past couple months that I'm really glad to have had these habits and to have brought them with me uh, into this time because they're really giving me a lot of comfort and structure. So I'm super glad to have had these habits going and I wanted to share them with you. Some of them I've brought forward into these times uh, in the same way that they were and others I've sort of like modified from their original uh, their original intent. But nonetheless, they're all helping me a ton. And so I hope that they will maybe be of assistance to you as well. The first thing that I want to talk about would be the way that I use my planner. And I shifted that this year. So I kind of do a combination of using a regular planner as well as some bullet journaling within that planner. I'm currently using what is called a passion planner. Um, You can look that up online. They have like free trial templates you can download and see if you like it. Um, It's worked pretty well for me. Um, So I've been using that again this year for the second year in a row. One thing I noticed though last year is that because of the way it's formatted, each day it has your time for the day from like 6am to 10pm broken down into like half hour increments so that you can do, uh, you know, put your little uh, appointments and where you have to be and all that sort of stuff on there. And last year, I really only filled in, you know, actual appointments where I was like being accountable to other people of, you know, oh, I have to be in this place at this time for such and such a thing. um, And people will know if I'm not there. And being self-employed, that really meant that I felt like a lot of that space was being wasted. And I really didn't like that. And so it kind of led me to question in the fall of last year, when, you know, people start buying, you know, the planners for the upcoming year, I was thinking, how do I want to handle this for 2020? I felt like there was a lot of wasted space. Um, At the same time, I was also feeling like I often had, and always do have a really large to-do list, but it was sort of just down there at the bottom of my planner page. And a lot of times, you know, things were just kind of moving around from day to day and weren't necessarily getting done. Or I would get to like the last day or two of that week and look at my list and go, oh, now I have to get all this stuff done because I don't want to have to migrate it and move it forward into my next weekly setup. So the thing that I changed, the reason why I went with the Passion Planner again this year was I decided that I was going to start doing something called time tracking which means um, that in that 
you know, the, the time for the day that's broken up into half hour increments, instead of only using that to uh, log like actual appointments and things like that, I was going to do full on time tracking where basically from the time I get up until the time I go to bed, every half hour slot, generally, there are some exceptions, uh, generally every half hour slot is going to have something written there, or I will have blocked out, you know, a couple of hours and written down, you know, this is what I did during these couple of hours. And that felt really good to me. It let me uh, really start kind of planning my time in a more specific way and actually like utilizing that part of my planner. Um, Also let me kind of see where my time is going. And also instead of waiting until the end of the, you know, towards the end of the week to realize like, oh, hey, I still have these things on my to-do list I need to do. I could start like slotting them into their own appointment slots, basically making appointments uh, with myself. Um, again, if you're like self-employed, <laughs> this is probably a familiar struggle. So that's been really helping me. Um, and it's cool to be able to like look back at my weeks and see how my time was actually filled up. It's also been really useful for being able to look and track over the course of a month. You know, I have a lot of different projects from like the zine to the farm to working with clients. You know, I have lots of different things I'm working on. I can actually look now over the course of a month and see like how much time am I actually spending doing this? How much time am I spending, you know, packing orders, working on the zine, uh, hanging out with friends, not doing that right now, obviously. Um, But yeah, so that's been really useful um, to let me see where my time is going. And so the reason I bring that up here is that I have seen tons of like memes and jokes from people basically talking about like throwing their planners away right now during this time because their pages are so empty. Uh, And I definitely get that. Like I made a joke to some of my friends about like, oh, I think, you know, a tumbleweed just rolled across my social calendar. And yes, my social calendar is very empty, but my planner itself is actually really full. And I totally understand why it would feel like super demoralizing and even depressing to be like looking at your planner and just seeing, you know, crossed out events, things you're no longer doing. So being able to like keep my planner full and (laughs) have stuff on there that I'm time tracking um, makes me feel like, you know, the planner isn't so much of a waste and it's kind of cool to keep a record also of this time. Um, I've seen people talk about, you know, needing or wanting to journal during this time to kind of have a record of like how things felt for them. I really haven't felt like I had time to do that. So this is sort of a nice in-between for me where I can at least look back and, you know, see what I was doing with my time during all of this. Um, telling you that I time track everything I do throughout my day, maybe, Maybe you're listening to that and going, uh, I don't work nonstop throughout my day. So, hey, neither do I. And there are plenty of chunks of time on there uh, where it's just like, you know, hanging out or catching up on TV or talking to a friend on the phone or whatever that might be. So this isn't like, you know, me pounding away at the farm or business stuff or whatever, you know, nonstop. Uh, There have also been times throughout the past two months where just the state of the world and feeling real worried about people and anxious. Like, uh, I think I blocked off a three hour, you know, tra- chunk of time after the fact. And I was just like, you know, messing around on my phone, being sad, looking at memes. So yeah, don't take that as a challenge of me saying like, oh yeah, you need to be working, quote unquote, working and being productive all the time throughout your day. That's not what I'm talking about when I say time tracking. So use that however that works for you. 
it's been really interesting for me. Um, I'm definitely glad that I started that, you know, just happened to work out that I was doing that this year before we hit these quarantine times. It's really helped me feel a little bit more in control. And also just this idea of like, you know, what day is it? So (laughs) having a calendar in front of me has been very helpful. Something else that I have been doing has to do with my daily tarot readings. So that's something that I've been doing every day for like, this is my third year of doing daily tarot readings to start my day. I do like a two card reading with a tarot deck and then a single oracle card pull. And I sometimes post those on Instagram, but I also document those like in my planner to look for patterns and just because I like writing them down. Um, A thing that I started doing earlier this year, though, I have uh, three other really close friends who were looking for some accountability to their tarot practices. And so this became just like a group text chat where, you know, we just, you know, whoever wants to starts it in the morning, sends a text and of just like a picture of their, you know, tarot poll for the day. Other people chime in and respond with theirs throughout the day as well. The thing I really like about that is, yes, it is accountability for our tarot practice, which is like a really grounding part of my morning routine for me, um, getting started with the day. But the other nice thing is that it's a really good piece of function stacking for me. So meaning um, not multitasking of doing multiple things at the same time, Uh, Function stacking means one thing that you're doing, but it checks off multiple boxes or needs for you. So me doing this tarot reading and sending this text message, yes, I'm getting my tarot in for the day. But the other function that it's providing me is that it's also a really nice low stress daily contact with several close friends. And that's super great because I know feelings have been like all over the place these past couple months, um, you know, depending on what's going on in your life, there are days where I maybe don't have anything to talk about. My friends may not have anything to talk about either. So there are some days where there's like no other commentary in that, you know, group text. It's literally just photos of our spreads. No one says anything, but hey, we all know we're all alive. (laughs) Things are obviously like mostly okay, or we would probably like vent about it or say what's going on. Uh, but maybe we just don't have the energy or we're feeling kind of down that day. Other days we may talk more. Um, but yeah, so it's really a nice low stress way to be touching base with each other and just doing whatever feels good for that day. So that's been really great. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about, um, this is something that I've had to alter given the current situation, but it's still been working out really well. And so previous to going into the safer at home and stay at home orders that have happened pretty much all around the country, um, I was working out pretty regularly with one of my good friends. And we normally would have, you know, maybe two to three gym dates a week. And that was really great. Another kind of cool example of function stacking, of getting in some movement, as well as spending time with a friend. So that's really great uh, with the quarantine and everything, we of course have had to change that. So instead of meeting up together at a gym, we've switched that to now having a couple phone dates per week where we get on the phone and talk to each other while getting in some movement on our own. So sometimes that could look like going for a walk in wherever we are in our neighborhood, or like there's a really small park uh, about 12 minutes from my house that hasn't been crowded at all. Uh, People don't seem to know about it, which is really cool. Um, Or working in our gardens and talking to one another. 
Um, there have been days where it's been like rainy, so just like stretching indoors. But, you know, no matter what we're doing, um, it's just a nice way to like be able to check in and reconnect and also like get a little bit of movement while we're doing so. So that's been really cool. Also, um, kind of like the name of the show, Tending Seeds, that has been a big part of what has been grounding and comforting for me and giving me kind of a little bit of a sense of normalcy is that even before all of this started, I was getting seeds started, you know, indoors, got like a nice little uh, inexpensive grow light setup going here. So the daily act of getting up in the morning, coming in here, checking on the seeds, getting like so excited to see whatever sprouted overnight and it's starting to come up and, you know, watering things, checking on it. Um, that's just been like amazing. It's so comforting. It, you know, it really just makes me so incredibly happy. So getting to see like that growth and progress every day as they emerge. And then, you know, also just, you know, getting outside to work in the garden, prepping the soil, now actually getting to start planting out some of these seedlings. It just feels like a really small thing that I actually can, you know, affect some sort of change over. It's been super calming to spend some time outside every day. Um, I've definitely like commented that I feel like 90% of my joy is coming from the plant world right now. And that definitely feels really true. So yeah, so those are just a few things that have been really kind of good, like stable touchstones for myself over these past couple of months that I have felt, you know, so full of upheaval and, you know, just kind of wondering you know, what's happening, worrying about people I care about, uh, worrying about finances, all that kind of stuff. So that's been really nice. Um, I'm really, I've really been glad to like have those tools. I didn't really realize, I think, until I was using them right now. I, I don't think I really realized how much stability and comfort that they were providing to me. Uh, so I'm really glad to have had those habits. I'm even more grateful now because they have been just so like reassuring to have. I do want to close out today by sharing a few other podcasts with you that I have been enjoying. Uh, I never thought that this would become like a category of podcasts, but apparently like quarantine podcasts have become a thing. So uh, yeah, so they have become a thing. And I'm really grateful for them, uh, especially the funny ones. So I think my favorite one so far that I've been listening to is called Staying In with Emily and Kumail. So these are the same folks if you saw the movie The Big Sick, which I highly recommend, which tells their true like love story of starting to date. Uh, Kumal's Pakistani. Emily, uh, he's a comedian and actor. Uh, Emily, now his wife, I think they've been together like 13 years. Emily is a therapist and a writer. They're both like really hilarious, funny people. Their love story, like I said, if you haven't seen The Big Sick, check it out. It's really sweet and cute. Their podcast, I also really love. They have been uh, alternating episodes. Some episodes are just kind of long. Uh, really funny rambly things between the two of them where they check in about how they're doing in quarantine with one another and kind of like how that's all working out. And then every other podcast episode, they have uh, like a long distance interview with someone about like a particular topic related to quarantine. Um, they did one with Tan France about, you know, quarantine fashion. They just did one with Nicole Byer about living with roommates. Uh, I think their first guest was David Chang talking about, you know, quarantine cooking and coming up with meals and ideas. So it's been really fun. It's like super, 
it's not a downer. I laugh a ton. Um, even when they're like talking about being worried and stuff, they manage to do it in a really kind of hilarious way. Um, another one that I like is Stay of Homekins, which is another uh, podcast. Uh, Jamie Haddad Tompkins and Paul F. Tompkins, another couple that are like quarantined together. Um, they're super funny. Uh, Janie <laughs> regularly is like a little tipsy when she's doing the podcast. Uh, she calls it her evening water and they just have like really great laughs. Super fun. Um, so either of those are really good. The third one I'm going to list is not <laughs> a comedy podcast, though I do sometimes laugh, uh, but it's called Our Plague Year and it's written and hosted by Joseph Fink from Welcome to Night Vale. So, um, like I said, I do laugh sometimes with this. I have also honestly cried sometimes with this. And their kind of tagline for the podcast is um, that, you know, getting through a scary year, but, you know, not going through it alone. And so it's really well done. It's really endearing. Um, if you're already kind of having a sad day or kind of struggling on a particular day, maybe not the one to jump into at that time. Uh, but if you're having an okay day, then maybe this is a good one to check out. Um, they've been doing uh, some reading of like different written essays that have been really great. And then alternating that with also like audience content where people can call in and leave voicemails. And it's people from like all different walks of life just talking about like their experiences during this time. And again, some of those stories have made me cry. Some of them have been hysterical and made me laugh like super hard. So it's kind of a dice roll. Um, but yeah, so those are three that I'm really enjoying. I have no idea like how long those will be in existence or how long they'll be like relevant to have a quarantine podcast be a genre of things for us to listen to. But anyway, so I love podcasts. <laughs> it makes me feel less alone to have stuff in my ears at all times. So anyway, I'm going to wrap it up here for today. As always, y'all can get in touch with me by email. Uh, foxandelder at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram also as foxandelder or over at foxandelder.com. And you know, you know, I still have to say it. So until next time, keep your hands dirty and your heart open. But you know, wash your hands often and please stay at home if at all possible. Be well, y'all.